I may not be everyone's cup of tea. I may not be the one they want to watch dance that day. And that's fine. There are people that have all different body types and it's fine if you don't like all of them. That's okay. (laughs) But you know what? I'm still going to do what I do. And at the end of the day, I'm going to have a great time doing it. And I'm going to look dang good too. You're now listening to Polarizing Topics, the show where your current and soon-to-be pole faves show up as real people with real experiences, relatable stories, and big opinions on some of the hot topics across our industry. I feel like I say that every person is my favorite, but y'all, everybody I've been talking to is my favorite. So, Carol... If you've never met Carol, by the end of this episode, you're going to feel like Carol is your best friend, okay? Carol and I met in 2023 for the first time, and we've done a couple of showcase performances together since then. And she's just one of those people who you can meet one time and you'll never forget them. Just the energy she brings into a room or just in online interactions you you want some of that. So that's what we're talking about in today's episode. Specifically, I feel like she has this gift when it comes to just limitless audacity. And a lot of us really need to tap into that. So hopefully y'all learn something from Carol's episode about how to just carry that energy with you when everybody around you might feel like you should dial it down a bit. So let's go ahead and get into it. All right, y'all. On today's episode, I am really excited about this guest. I've met her in a couple of showcases that I did and a competition. We did do a competition together. Today's guest is Carol Lemmer. Carol, go ahead and tell them a little bit about yourself. Hey, my name is Carol. I am a pole dancer, burlesque performer, and instructor. I'm from Indiana, the land of the corn, as I always (laughs) say, because it's all we're known for. But I do travel a lot for pole and competitions and shows. I frequent the Atlanta, North Carolina areas. Lately, been going to Texas and Florida a little bit more. So that's been exciting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I absolutely love to travel. And so it's kind of perfect that there's so many good pole spots all over the place. <laughs> I like to just make my way around. But yeah, I absolutely love dancing. I started about I would say eight or nine years ago is when I actually took my first pole class, I believe. (laughs) So, and then I started instructing a couple of years ago because I just, I felt like I was at a point where I wanted to help new dancers find their way in the pole community. And I was like, I think I'm ready to take that step up and be a leader. I had been competing for a few years prior to that and I'd been performing a little bit more. So I was like, it's that I'm just going to do it. I'm going to get my certification. I'm going to be an instructor and I'm going to teach the next kind of group of pole dancers the way. So (laughs) that was kind of what I decided to do. And I have absolutely loved it. Yeah. I mean, I met you at Cheryl Hennett Regionals, I believe was the first time I met you. And then we... I've just like seen each other a few other times since then because we kind of perform in the same circuits too, which is nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, it's been a blast, man. I absolutely love it. What a life, man, that we live. We get to do this all the time. Like so great. 
Y'all, when I first met Carol, she had these customized money guns. And I was like, I got to see this before me. Oh, we, yeah. You already we know. We backstage the whole time. Like, I was nervous. I'm not a competition girly at all. That was only, like, my second one ever. And so I remember we were sitting backstage and you're just talking. And I was like, I like her. I'm going to stay back here. This feels good. No, it was such good vibes. Everyone back there. I think I stand by this. Like, I'm a PSO girly. I've been competing with PSO for years. But there was something about Carolina's regionals and, like, the people there, the crowd, the the just overall vibe that that was special. Like, I cannot wait for this year because I'm for sure coming back. Because, I mean, it was just such a good vibe and a good time. And everyone was just such good energy. It was just very different from, like, kind of that normal and not that PSO is like stressful, but like everyone's kind of just like it's very intense sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like people just are very serious about it, especially this higher, higher levels. Like it gets very intense. And this one, even though there were some really high level and like advanced polars, the overall mood was just so like positive and light. Like I, yes. I was like, man, this is great. Like <laughs> this is awesome. And it was just a really great time. And yeah, I do. I have the custom money guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had. I did a routine to a song by Bia called A Whole Lot of Money. And so I was like, if I'm going to do this song, I got to have a whole lot of money and I got to yes. have like custom money. So I had like, not for that competition, I had it saved for when I did it at Polcon because I didn't want to like mm-hmm. <laughs> give it away. But I performed that routine at Polcon and I had custom Carol dollar bills that were like, oh my and it had my Instagram and everything on it. We shot them off into the crowd. It was so cool. And then the money guns were like pink, rhinestone, and just extras. <laughs> I, was just like, I have to know this person. I know. I was like, here we are. I love things that are pink and sparkly. So there was no way I was going to not have a pink, sparkly money gun, or three of them, actually. So, Iconic. Thinking about like this current version of Carol with the all pink, everything, and the custom money guns, <laughs> what were you like in your very first? class like if you can think that that far oh like gosh. how yeah. how did you get to this version of you <laughs> so the first pole class that I took was kind of on like a I don't want to say a dare type thing but it was like my friend really wanted to do it and she was like I just need someone to go with me because I'm so stressed out like I'm, I feel like I'm gonna be the only new person there and I was like I guess I'll go with you how bad could it possibly be so mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna go if I look like an idiot I never have to go back it's fine And I went and I remember the instructor that I had was just like amazing. And I really liked her and her vibe and how she ran the class. And she made me feel like I was not a complete newbie. Like she made me feel like maybe I learned something at least that day. I was like, man, I actually took something home from that class. I remember my friend was like, I really loved that. I kind of want to go back. And I was like, okay, me too. Actually, So we started going together. And since then, she's had a couple of kiddos and has taken a step back from dance, but I just never could. I was like, I'm, I'm obsessed with this. Like, I was literally going every single day, like, to like, class. This is and, like, I literally, they get, they had that unlimited membership and I was like, okay, bet. <laughs> I was there every single day. And yeah, I, I just fell in love with it, honestly. And I loved the instructor that I was training with. Like, she honestly made me fall in love with it, I think. And then. Once I learned more and got more into my type of flow that I like, the types of dance that I like in pole, 
I find my little niche and I was like, ooh, I love this. So then I got kind of comfy in that. But then I was like, man, I really want to learn different styles of dance and like kind of branch out. So at that point, I was like, I'm going to start training with some other instructors too and maybe traveling and taking some classes. And once I did that, it just went kaboom and I just went (laughs) absolutely crazy over it, loved it all, started training all over the place. And that was where I think my love really got taken to the next level for pole dance and like really explored out of my comfort zone and then found new comfort zones and other things that were I maybe didn't love them as much but still helped get into my element in terms of like my performance style and like what I like to do in my routines and stuff and then helped me in my journey to being an instructor too so yeah I mean it definitely definitely come a long way since that first class I remember being scared absolutely to death on that first day, because I was like, man, these poles ain't even going to be able to hold me. This is going to be a joke. Like, I don't even know what's going on here. And I walked in, and once I realized we weren't going to be doing anything crazy, like swinging from the rafters, I was like, okay, maybe I can do this my first day. Get <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I'm not going to pull on my face like an idiot. And if I do, it's fine. I never have to come back. Mm-hmm. And that was like my whole attitude. But then I was like, actually, I want to come back every single day forever. Exactly. So, okay, let's talk about that piece because I know you mentioned like you've been dancing all together now for about eight or nine years. And you said something that I feel like is really valuable for anybody wanting to explore pole is the fact that you're always still learning. So the fact that you constantly are looking for different classes and things to take, like what to you still excites you about the idea of continuously progressing with dance? I think for me, it's seeing it happen for me. Like, so for this past year, I took a class with this girl named Bunny who trains with the Vertical Joe's crew. Mm -hmm. Amazing. She's absolutely incredible. I can't recommend her enough. But she taught a hierography class. And I signed up for it because I was like, oh, I kind of want to take a workshop this morning. But there was nothing else that really like stuck out to me. And I love her as an instructor. And I was like, I could benefit from some hierography. Let's see what's going down in this class. And I actually loved that class so much that I incorporated some of the movements into my routine that I performed at PolCon that night because I was like, I have to put some of this in here. It's going to it's going to really make it pop. And it's just things like that where you go into it and you're like, even if I learn like nothing, I'm still going to have the best time with this instructor because I know she's great or I'm still going to get to go to a class with my friends. But then when you do learn all those things, you're like, man, I would never have thought that I needed to learn hierography. You know what I mean? Like, who would have thought that that would be something that I would take home so much from? And so much to the point where I put it in this routine that I was performing literally that night. And to, I stand by, I think that that was what made that routine stand out so much. It was like the hair. The hair was herring. And that was like, it was herring. It was. And I just remember being like, wow, like if I had not taken that class, who knows, that would have probably been just like a mid hair routine. It wouldn't have been that impressive with the hair. And I think for me, just seeing the little things that I do take away, even when I don't expect to take things away, is like the most exciting part. And once that happens one time, then you're just obsessed and you want to learn from all these different instructors and especially ones that you see on Instagram, like Oh my gosh, like one of the ones that I'm obsessed with is Natalia Nightshade. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> obsessed yeah. with her. I've been obsessed with this other girl lately named Hogweed McNasty. She's I, great. I, and I love her too. I know. She's Billy great. The like, <laughs> and like J-Ball, obviously. Like there's so many that I'm just in Bentley, Rebel. I mean, 
Uh, Crystal Belcher. I mean, I could go on for days. Like all these people that I just like watch and obsess over. And then you get to take a class with that is, or with them is just like, oh my God. And then all the things that you take home that you just don't expect to take home. Like you might expect to learn some new tricks or you might expect to learn some new choreography. But like what you might learn is maybe like a new instructor technique. Like I took a class with Jane Doe at The Pink in Atlanta. And I'm telling you, that is, she's one of the best instructors I have ever taken a class with. And I'm I'm going to start like privately training with her because I was just so impressed. Mm -hmm. And like she had so many different techniques that she used in her class. Like she has a technique where she separates the class into two groups and teaches Mm -hmm. them back and forth, but it flows so smoothly. And it was a packed class, but it didn't feel like it because of how she ran that class and just her her way that she taught this girl to invert that was in my class was amazing. I mean, just watching these little things, like I didn't go into that class thinking I'm going to learn a new instructor technique today. I thought I was going to learn how to shake my ass a little bit and have a good time. (laughs) But I learned so much more that I didn't expect. And I think those are my favorite things because you just don't, you just never know what you're going to walk into and what you're going to take home with you. And that's my favorite part about training and cross training and just training outside of my direct area. That's like the same for me. Also, I think we have the same Instagram feed because every name you were saying, and I was like, yep, yep, yep. Yes, <laughs> yes, amazing. So I know we were talking about this a little bit before I hit record, but I know since I started posting on Instagram, I get a ton of messages from people saying, yes. oh my goodness, I've always wanted to try pole, but I've never seen anybody who looked like me. What was that like for you starting out? Because I know for me, I definitely experienced that. And the first two studios I went to, I was the only Black girl. I was the only one that had any curves for real. And so right. certain moves would have to be modified for me to accommodate that. And it was kind of alienating for a little bit. So that's why I started posting because I was like, I can't be the only one. Right. Yeah. And I will say the first actual studio that I started training at is not the one that I currently train at. That studio actually closed down like around COVID time. And I loved my time there. Like I said, that one instructor I really, really liked. But there was another instructor there who, when I would train with her, I think was a little bit wary about a different body. I don't want to say like fat shaming, but that was kind of the vibe that I got. Just not very body positive. Mm-hmm. And I felt the same way. Like she would give me accommodations, but it wasn't in a positive way. And she would kind of make me feel bad about not being able to throw a shoulder mount on my first right. year. And I was like, sorry, girl, I ain't doing that anytime soon. So I think that was something that to a lot of new people is like horrifying. If someone were to walk into that class and that was the attitude they got, if it was me, if that was my first class, I probably wouldn't have come back. And to be honest, I think that's the fear, right? That's what everyone's so scared is going to happen is they're going to get a class full of these amazing athletes and this instructor who's not very kind or considerate. And then you're just stuck there for an hour not knowing what you're doing and you're embarrassed. And that sucks. That's like anxiety central. Like for me, that would make me freak out. And so that was a lot of the messages I was getting at first. Like, hey, what words of advice can you give me? I'm really nervous. I don't want to be the worst one in the class. I don't want to have one instructor who doesn't understand my body and just kind of the the fear, right? (laughs) We all have on our first day of class. And I was getting a lot of messages from bigger girls that have similar body types to me as well. Just asking, hey, where did you take your first class? Where do you recommend in my area? Because I'd ask them, what city are you in? Let me do some research for you and let you know. 
<laughs> because I might know someone there. You never know. I have actually gone to a first class with a couple of girlies in North Carolina. And that was really cool, like getting to accompany them to that first class. And then I teach also around the country. So like if I'm ever in that person's area, I'll be like, hey, come to my class. I promise you that won't happen. <laughs> you know, so that has been nice to be able to offer that support. But if I can't do that for any reason, I'm always just like, hey, let me help you research. Let me help you figure out what you need to be prepared for. Let me give you a rundown of what your first class will probably be like. Anything that I can do to support from a distance also, I will do. <laughs> because I get yes. it, man. Like that, that was my fear too, because I'm not a dancer. Well, let <laughs> me say that. I was never a dancer before this. I had zero dance experience. Zero. I didn't even do a cheerleading. I didn't do anything like that. What? <laughs> like, close. Yeah, girl. How did the closest I came was like, I think I was on the spirit team in like the second grade or something. They gave us pom-poms, but that was it. And there was no dancing. I think we had two cheers and we just kept doing them over and over again, even oh if our team goodness. was losing. It was a lot. But so that was like the closest experience I'd had to any sort of dancing. So I get it, man. Like I had no idea what I was doing when I walked into those doors the first time and like, Maybe it was something that I should have been doing my whole life and just didn't know it, I guess. But I, I immediately fell in love with it. And I, I give a lot of credit to the instructor, like I said, that kind of was my first support when I walked in there. And I always told myself that I wanted to be that for students that walked into my class or for people that messaged me. I want to be part of what pushes them to come back again. I want to be the one who's like, come to class because like, I can't stress that. And <laughs> like, if you're thinking you might like it. Even if there's a part of you that's like, oh, I don't know, or maybe I won't be the best. What doesn't matter? Come yeah. to class because <laughs> you're still going to love it. <laughs> and it, you're just going to fall in love. Everyone always does. So that's always my thing is if you're thinking about it, just take just the leap. <laughs> just, just do it. And I'll be there to assist you however I can. <laughs> like that's that's important because I think back to my very first pole class and I was absolutely the worst one in class. I don't think like if you have that mentality, just, just stay at home because somebody <laughs> has to be the worst. Why not let it be you? That right. way you improve. Right. And you it's your first class. You know what I mean? Of course you're going to be the worst. It'd be weird if you weren't. Like if you just right. walked in there and you're the best one, like, okay, God's favorite, but yeah. not me. I was definitely the worst and I survived. I was fine. Right. You made it. So thinking about dancing, how would you say that it's contributed to the way you see yourself under a performance lens and also just in your everyday life? Oh my gosh. I can't. Where do I even get? So honestly, I, I don't think I would ever say that I was like specifically not confident per se like I was always like pretty content I guess you could say with who I was but yeah definitely my body was the thing that I was least content about I was always a bigger girl I was an athlete in high school and college and I was always the biggest one on the team regardless of like my athletic ability I knew that I was strong and that I was fit and I was doing my best but there's always that party where you're like well then why am I the biggest one you know what I mean? like, and why can't I be super skinny like these other girls and not have to worry about this like I just always remember being like, I don't know, this sucks, you know, but like I am happy. I'm healthy. I'm good. I'm grateful for the ability that my body has to do these cool things. But I just always sucked it up and moved on. Right. But I don't think I ever truly felt like beautiful or sexy. It was more so like, I'm just going to accept it because it's who I am. Like I was never really over the top confident, I would say. 
And once I started dancing, I was wearing those long biker shorts and like long sleeve t-shirts. And my instructor was finally like, if you showed a little more skin, you could stick better and it would probably be less hot in the class. I was like, yeah, you're right. So, and I looked around, everyone else was. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. And I remember the first time I wore like a, just a sports bra and like some little little black spandex shorts I was like "Ooh, I'm walking in here I'm looking spicy I better watch out <laughs> and now I'm up in here wearing like some booty booty shorts and like some bralettes and like I'm mm. <laughs> so yeah the difference is crazy but when I first started I remember being like so self-conscious even in a room full of girls and barely anything at all I was like oh my god I'm not dressed and then I was like why why do I feel like that <laughs> you know like why do I feel like I can't show my stomach or my arms because everyone else is and they would sure help if I could so I just did it one day and I remember the instructor was like, oh, my God, I love your outfit. And everyone was just so supportive. And I was like, OK, so I'm going to start wearing this stuff every day. And then before I knew it, I was like, I do look good. And then I was like really feeling myself. And I think just the support of my friends around me and like my instructors made me feel way more comfortable in like my body, how I wanted to present it. Indeed. And then obviously when I started performing and making myself be in front of an audience, that was a challenge too. <laughs> that was interesting. I did my first pole showcase at my home studio and I just remember being so nervous. I had done competitions too. Like competitions were nerve wracking as well, but like the actual yeah. first time I just did a, a showcase was like so stressful too. And I think just the more I put myself out there, the more I started to feel, oh my gosh, they actually, they like that. Like they like me. <laughs> They really like me. They really like me. Yeah, they really like me. But but I mean, like that just, it all contributes. And then before you know it, I went from somebody who wasn't necessarily like not confident to somebody who's just like, I absolutely own my shit. And that's probably, and I, uh, (laughs) like, you all know, you all know it's me when I walk in there. I may not be everyone's cup of tea. I may not be the one they want to watch dance that day. And that's fine. There are people that have all different body types and, it's fine if you don't like all of them. That's okay. <laughs> but you know what? I'm still going to do what I do. And at the end of the day, I'm going to have a great time doing it. And I'm going to look dang good too. <laughs> and then uh, my friends and I are just going to have a great time dancing together. And that's all that matters. And there may not be, or everyone may not be receptive to everybody or every dancer. And that's fine. It's art. And I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things that art is perceived differently by everyone. And maybe you just don't like that artist and that's totally fine. And so that's right. kind of how I think about it. And there are body shamers out there. There just are. There's no way around it. <laughs> there just, there are. And it sucks to like encounter those people on the internet or in real life. But I just think every time for that one hater that I have, I have thousands of people that love me and support me and are clapping for me. And that's a measly number compared to the support that I have. I'm <laughs> just like, obviously, I need to keep doing what I'm doing because the support far outweighs the negativity. And that's what I love about the poll community. <laughs> it's so true. I can relate so much to all of that because I feel like mentally I was in a similar spot as you when I started. Like I was, I was good with where I was. I was cozy. But Uh since I've been dancing, I just, the audacity is just no limit. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I'm just like, damn, it's okay. (laughs) I know I've been getting on Sheen and ordering all these little outfits. And I'm like, who would have thought? And me, I think. Like, I get like a weird comment on a reel or something from somebody. And oh, usually 
I feel like usually it's like a woman or something. And my first thought is uh-huh. like, oh, this isn't even about me. You probably caught like your man or your your lady <laughs> on my page. Projecting. And I feel for you. <laughs> yeah, we're projecting. We're projecting our issues onto other people who are happier than us. Love that. Yeah. But <laughs> or it's like from some random dude that doesn't have a profile picture and has no post. Oh, and I'm like, oh, God. so you can't even post a selfie, but you're going to come at me. That's cute. Mm-hmm. And, I have had to like intervene a couple of times when like people that followed me like it wasn't even me it was like people that followed me saw like a shitty comment like that and they just went after this person and I was like <laughs> okay let's leave them be it's fine like thank you but also you don't know what they're going through maybe let's give them a break <laughs> but like I do love that though that people have your back and it's just so cool and because people really at the end of the day people don't like bullying like people don't like body shaming especially when you have like your people on your page and stuff like if they see that it's going it's on site and like i know for me it is too like if i see somebody coming from one of my friends i'm like <laughs> and like just like in real life like you wouldn't tolerate if somebody walked up and said that to your friend to their face you know what i mean so like we just can't right. let it happen there either and at the end of the day if somebody feels confident and proud enough to post something on the internet like what like <laughs> why why in the world would we say something negative even if you think something negative why would you say it like why would you say it it's just crazy like, what is for that? what <laughs> do you think that that's gonna do anything positive and it kills me like when someone says something like oh you're fat and I'm like okay <laughs> so what do you like what what do you want me to do about that in this specific video what do you want me to do about that like mm, no you're fine you know so I'm just like you're like damn I didn't even know it like, wow, like, man, it's me. not like I live in my body or anything. <laughs> Jeez, like, you don't think I know that? <laughs> and I don't care, so move on. Right. <laughs> and it's like, if you think, do, do you really think that I would post the videos that I post and put myself out there if I didn't expect to get some sort of comment like this? Like, I'm, I don't care, dude. Like, right. <laughs> that's just like, come on. And I think it's funny because when I first started posting videos and stuff like that, I got more of those. And as the year, or as the years have gone by, I hardly get any. And I think it's because I literally, I didn't give a single shit when they said any of those things. Like, I didn't let it stop me from posting. I would address the ones that needed addressing. But honestly, I ignored a lot of them. And I think people get sick of investing negative energy with no outcome. So eventually they just stop. And yeah, it's like when you're told to kind of ignore or whatever, it sucks in the moment. But at the end of the day, they're not going to keep investing energy if it's not affecting you. And eventually they're just going to back off. And it's kind of the kind of the best and most effective way with the internet, honestly, because if you like yeah. feed into it, then they're like, Ooh, I'm getting a rise out of them and I'm going to keep posting and like harassing this person. But honestly, I just was like, look, I don't give a single heck about you. So you can keep investing all this time commenting on my videos and you can find somebody that cares because it ain't me. <laughs> so right. I think that pay. was the key. And now I hardly get anything like that. So <laughs> it's been interesting to see that happen. Let's give a special thanks to today's sponsor, me. I own Cleck Widow Studios, which is a content and brand strategy business that caters primarily to the pole, aerial, and entertainment communities. I leverage my degrees and 10 years of corporate experience gathered from the publishing and tech industries to streamline systems, create new processes, and craft effective copy for my clients. 
Some of my most popular services include email marketing, social media strategy, branded content creation, and web design. To learn more about my current offerings and how to get the ball rolling on that project of yours that's been collecting dust, you can visit www.workwithfifi.com. Now back to the show. So thinking about like just everything we've been touching on so far, what's something a person who might be struggling with their confidence and sense of self could learn from your entire journey up to this point? Definitely go to the class. If yes. that's like I say that all the time. Like if you are nervous, if you're thinking about trying something, that to me is a sign that something has been put in your head for a reason. Like you should do it. And you know, there's reservations for everything. I even have reservations about like freaking setting my alarm at a certain time. Or like, oh, do I need to set this alarm too? Am I gonna wake up in time? Like, oh my, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just an anxious human. It's fine. We all are. So I mean, there's always anxiety and reservations and like, you know, that's totally fine. And I think I would be concerned if there wasn't sometimes you need that a little Mm -hmm. bit, you know, and I think at the end of the day, if you have the want to go, that's there for a reason. And I think that that's almost like a sign that you should be there. And I think the one thing that I would tell people is that the pole community is literally the most supportive community I've ever experienced. And I was in athletics. I was in theater. I was in arts in high school. I was involved in a lot of different kinds of communities and I have never encountered a more supportive and inclusive community than the pole community. And so if you're looking for a sisterhood, if you're looking for best friends for the rest of your life, if you're looking for a good time and a good exercise and something to kind of relieve stress and build confidence, pole class is where it's at. You just got to go. You just got to go. And even if the first class you go to is hard, or stressful, or you may not love the first instructor you train with, find one that you do. Because once you find that class and once you find that instructor or that studio, man, it's, it's game over. You're going to fall in love. You can't turn it it's going to change your life. <laughs> yes, it's going to change your whole life. Whole life. Because <laughs> it did mine. And it changes pretty much everyone that I meet too. And that's pretty cool. So I sent over this one question earlier with each person I talked to. I try to have one thing that people are either on this side of the fence or the other. So (laughs) the question I sent over to you is you need to have a specific look in order to be a desirable pole dancer. Do you agree? (laughs) Why not? Oh, my God. No. (laughs) I have seen so many body types. So many body types in the pole dance community. And let me tell you, I have loved every single one of them. And I, I honestly, especially in the live show setting, I've never seen an audience not love every single one. Since I think it's really cool. And like, you know, we've done the Ariel Allure show together, for instance. Ariel Allure is Nikia Chanel's, who I'm obsessed with her, Nikia Chanel's um, showcase that she puts on. And she, I think, does an incredible job with capturing so many different body types. And literally the crowd is obsessed with all of them. (laughs) And it's just so cool. I mean, I've not seen, especially in like one show, a variety like that, you know, except for in like Jada LaPearl does a great job with her showcases too. Oh, she definitely Um, does Oh, yeah, I've done two of hers and hers are specifically for thicker girls, but mm-hmm. the body type difference is insane. Like everyone's body type is so different, even if you are narrowing it down to just plus size girls. And I think it's just so cool how inclusive these shows are becoming and these competitions are becoming. And 
So you're seeing this huge array of body types and the winners of each division and the highlights from each of these showcase, their body types are so different from each other. It's not like there's a consistent body type that's winning or capturing the attention of the audience consistently. It's it's whoever is up there having the best time and it's whoever is up there entertaining and just really enjoying themselves. It has nothing to do with what you look like. And there might be a time where I go up and I think I gave the best performance ever. And then there might be a time where I go up and I'm like, oh man, I really suck tonight. But the audience <laughs> is still going to receive either one of those with just like complete enthusiasm. And that's so cool. <laughs> and I just, I really think that across the board, pole dance is one of the most versatile and inclusive sports because there's so many different types of pole dancing. You can do, you can be like an exactly. aerial, the never comes down, or you can be a base work baddie like me. It can be anything in between. And it's just so inclusive and there's so many different ways you can move your body. So it's just, it's so cool how inclusive it is. And so I definitely, I say nope to that. I say nope to that as a whole. It doesn't matter what body type you have, you can pole dance. Literally that because I feel like so many other things. I know you talked about being an athlete when um, you were in college. I was a scholar athlete as well. I feel like pole. Yes. It does not have an expiration date. I oh, not at all. Like in my late 80s, still droppable. Yes. We're here for longevity, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that if anything... Pole dancing is going to increase your longevity and movement. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I stand by that. Just all the things that go into it, like the stretching, the movement, the cardio, the strength training, everything is just so good for your body. So even yeah. if you might feel like major owies at the end of class, your longevity is just improving every time you step in that door, I feel like. And I can tell if I don't dance for a few days, I'm like, oh, my body, why, why is it hurting? <laughs> oh, it's because I haven't danced in a couple of days. You're right. <laughs> So it's a feel-good question to me, but my last kind of question, what makes you feel sexy on a regular day when you don't have any sort of performances or anything going on? Ooh, I think dancing for myself. Ooh, okay, yes. I love, love, love a good just like sweaty self-dance session, like whether it's in my studio or whether it's in my garage, pole studio that I have at home. Just something about putting on a really good playlist, putting on a fun outfit, and just having a freestyle vibe session. Because at the end of that, I always am like, why did I not film this entire thing? Because like, <laughs> I probably did so much better than I could if I ever tried to choreograph something like this. And <laughs> like, I feel like I unlock this wild animal almost just in like my freestyle. And it just takes over your body. And you're just dancing for yourself yeah. and feeling every single movement. There's something that's so sensual about that. And it really makes you seduce yourself, which is really cool. <laughs> so I think that makes me feel the sexiest. And then if I do film it, I look back and I'm like, oh, what did right. I even just do? Like I come up with all these new combos and like transitions mm -hmm. just because they feel good. And to me, when I feel good, I look good and vice versa, you know, so I connect that in my mind. I can really tell whenever those come in together and they sync up, that's when I feel like I give my best performances and I look the best on stage too. So mm -hmm. it just yeah. all translates. And like, there's just something about really just dancing for you and paying attention to your body in each movement and taking your time breathing when you're dancing. <laughs> my number one nemesis. Please, <laughs> God, I need to do that. But um, yeah, just slowing the fuck down. Honestly, that helps. Uh, you know, doing a slow 
little vibe in your garage, man, there's just there's nothing like a sweaty pole session where at the end of it, you are just wiped out and you're just laying there on the floor and you're like, I did that shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> just nothing better. It's great. That makes Dang. me feel sexy. That makes so much sense that you said that because just thinking about your performances that I have, like actually, <laughs> you really have this energy like, okay, I'm doing this for me. Y'all are just here. Like, I guess y'all you can- just conveniently here. Like, I'm a tee up regardless, but y'all can just- Yeah, exactly. Y'all can just see the show. Yeah, I mean, I guess y'all can stay. That makes me feel the most sexy is when I truly feel like I'm embodying it for myself, you know? So speaking of that, do you have any tips for people who are trying to progress to that point where they're getting out of their heads and into their bodies a little bit more as far as their movement? Yeah, I definitely recommend really starting off slow and feeling how your body responds to different movements, putting on some music that you like and that you vibe with and that maybe in your head you have envisioned yourself dancing to. The owner of the studio that I work at now says everyone has stripper dreams and she's not wrong. (laughs) So like, what is that song that you envisioned yourself dancing to on that stage? You know, what made you feel like that sexy, badass stripper? What song was it? Was it Chris Brown? Was it T-Pay? Who, whatever it was, throw on something you feel confident in. Maybe that is just an oversized men's shirt and a sports bra and panty. Like, that's so sexy. (laughs) And like, you know, just put on something that makes you feel and look good. And that's something that you can move freely in and just see what happens, man. Because I'm telling you, I unlock so many new moves from random sessions like that than I do from actual classes sometimes. I always say set the vibe. <laughs> you got to set the vibe for yourself. And then once the vibe is there, once you just start, you're going to be amazed at what happens. And even if you are just laying there dry humping the ground, that's sexy. <laughs> and don't tell me nothing. I can watch that all day long. That's <laughs> one thing I say that I love when women because I really do. But <laughs> but for real, anybody though, like if you're feeling yourself and even if you're barely even doing anything, if you're just standing there body rolling for 10 minutes, I'm going to love it. Like, so, and I think anyone would. Yeah. Um, so as long as you're feeling good, we're going to see that in your performance. And it's going to just give the goosebumps to everyone watching because you're just going to be like, oh my God, those are the sexiest body rolls I've ever seen in my life. Like never stop. Oh, and it doesn't even matter if you're throwing crazy tricks. I mean, if you are, great. That's awesome. But if you're not and you're just doing some like sexy pirouettes and body rolls and hip days, all that. Yeah, give that to me. But give it to me from the heart. Like, let me see how you feel doing that. Because if you're doing that and you feel like the baddie that you are up there, ooh, that energy just, ooh, it just comes right off the stage and into my soul and it yes. takes over. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for this awesome chat. This was so of fun. Like I knew it would be. I always like asking people, you know, where can we find you online just to show support? Um, and then also where people can send you money. Oh, yes, girl. <laughs> so online, my Instagram and TikTok are the same. It's she's a bad thing, one, two, three. And the thing has an A in it, not an I. And then my cash app is just the dollar sign, bad, B-H-A-D, Queen Carol. And then my Venmo is just bad Queen Carol with no H. And then upcoming event. Okay, so I am curating my pole showcase. It's a pole and burlesque showcase. Okay. I will be traveling with this showcase. So we'll be going through Atlanta, probably North Carolina, just hitting those different hotspots that I love and I host 
my friends at and I want them to dance with me. So I'm going to definitely go through there. But it's a pole and burlesque show and it's called the Polesque Variety Showcase. So okay. we invite all types of entertainment involving different aerial apparatuses, burlesque performances, lore work baddies. Like I want all of it. So <laughs> we'll be hitting the road with that one and traveling to some new locations for that showcase. Um, and I'd like to do maybe three or four a year and just keep it moving around so that everyone has the opportunity to perform. And yeah, that's my next big thing on the rise. It's like my baby. I've been nurturing this idea. <laughs> it's been blossoming and now it's here and I'm just like crazy. I know I will definitely be posting all sorts of videos from it too. Show everyone what goes down at the Polet Variety Showcase, you know. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you again so much, Carol. And yeah, we need to do this again soon. Absolutely. Anytime for you. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> You know I love you. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a review so that other people can find us and listening as well. Also, make sure you're following Polarizing Topics on social media and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you might find your podcasts. Also, if you have questions you want us to answer on the show, you need some advice, maybe you have a wild story you want to share, maybe you have your own polarizing topic that you think we should talk about at some point. Whatever the case is, hit us up at pollpodletters at gmail.com to send it over. Catch you on the next one.